you protect what you love. Hunting is a life, not a lifestyle, it's a life. This is Hunters to show people how great of a job we're doing for conservation, providing for ourselves all the things you and I understand. I think you kind of owe it to the animal that you're hunting to be as prepared as possible. You know, as I get older, I appreciate the laughs and the time and the experience. No, we can't bring Jordan to Mexico. He did, they'd have stopped us at the border. You weren't ready for all that yet. Y'all left me again last week. We didn't go to Mexico. Well, you we, had we left you because you had prior mishaps in your planning on when to have a baby. Yeah, yeah. If you would have been in Kansas, because we yeah we were in Kansas still when that happened. Yeah, he had the baby that night, if which would have been the third she was born. First. first, and it was the service we had out there was very sporadic. So, like when we got the text that you sent all of us that it was. It was happening. She baby was on the way. Like I think you had sent the text like two hours earlier, and we didn't get it until then. So that would have been very bad. Yeah, I've been turkey hunting when the baby was born. That's I've, and I don't know for sure because you know I hadn't had any kid or anything, but I feel like a birth of your child some is is something you don't really want to miss. No. So. So did. <laughs> I think I'd give up a turkey hunt again for it. I would hope so. <laughs> and I think the next text I got was like at what twelve thirty, one o'clock in the morning when you text us yeah. with a picture of her. Yeah. Yep. As you tell tell it tell the story of that whole day, Jordan. All right. So it started off. I woke up that morning about four o'clock. That's usually how most mornings start. You were going turkey hunting. Yeah. Me and Wilbur been hunting all week, and. You know how when you hunt with Wilbur a few days in a row, you just need a break. Got to have one more. Well, he says that about us. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's mutual. Anyway, uh, me and Ben decided we were going to go hunting the last day of season, May 1st, and uh, went out here to a place the company's got leased, and we hunted there opening day this year, kind of fitting the start it there yeah. and end it there. And, uh, Hopefully you killed the same turkey we fooled with. <laughs> we sat down on a, got in the hay field right where we were standing at, where Lake almost drove up under the turkeys, and uh, he gobbled same spot. 100, really? Hundred ten yards off that creek down there. Huh. And we sat up on the hay field. He flew down with a hen. Last day of season, he's hinned up. Crap. Didn't say another word. He didn't gobble anymore once he flew down. And uh, and Ben were listening to another turkey gobble few hundred yards to the east and ben had to come up here and go to a meeting and told me to go around there and go to him so i went around there and went to him and i mean <laughs> i yelped and cut and he gobbled he gobbled the same spot probably 20 minutes and then he started coming gobbling the whole way in yeah acting right where was he at up in the pines yeah he was on the on our spot where we always video on that end and uh are we deer hunting all the time yeah on the south end of it yep and Came on up there. It was good. Good morning, and got up here. I was parading him around. I was happy. I'd there, there's a yeah. There's a big part of that that you're leaving out of why that turkey was so important to you. Oh, cause I had not killed a turkey. I hadn't even. I uh, got close last the week before that, and uh, he got spooked. Anyway, that's another whole story in itself. But uh, he I got spooked. Yeah. How did he get spooked? That's a good question. You, see, you know, <laughs> something happened. He's he 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 got spooked. <laughs> All right. I won't I won't put any names in this story. I mean, I guess I got to elaborate on that one. Yeah. Since 
<laughs> turkeys get spooked. That's a big. That's a big broad spectrum. It's a very vague, vague terminology there. So me and my buddy, he been telling me about this place he's got. Got all his turkeys. He don't turkey hunt very much, and he's a lot like me. Loves to elaborate on how many critters he got on landing hunt. Yeah. And uh, he been telling me, I was like, well, I ain't got nowhere else to go, so let's go. So I'm been thinking about joining the club too, and I want to go down and see if it's what he says it is, and. It's like 600 acres, and uh, get down there, and there's turkeys gobbling everywhere that morning. It's like, oh. Anyways, we uh, it's real steep hills and hollows, and it's hard to move with, you know, get on. You got to be on the same ridge, and the ridges ain't but 50 yards apart, and mm-hmm. it takes you 10 minutes to get on another ridge. Anyway, we chased turkeys around all morning, and finally, about 10:30, we're making a big loop around the road and strike one from the road. 200 yards off the road so we go down the bottom by the time we walk down the bottom i yelp again and he closed the distance so we sat down and we had no more sat down and i see the turkey and my buddy's 20 yards behind me and i put him in a briar thicket so the turkey wouldn't see him <laughs> but <laughs> you know how it goes yeah that's exactly what you do with but, buddies when you hunt their place yeah Mm. Anyway, you sit right there in case he circles. They like to circle. I'll get him if he comes here. You sit over there. Mm. <laughs> mm. No, he, he didn't mm. care. But anyway, I see the turkey coming, strutting 90 yards, just taking his time, just one step at a time. You know how they do this. In the woods? Yeah, in the big old bottom, just easing his way through it to us. And uh, he gets about 75 yards, and my buddy can't see him. And uh, I guess he never heard a turkey drum before because the turkey was drumming. I mean, you could hear him playing his mm-hmm. day. And uh, I guess it had, too much time had elapsed for my buddy to go without hearing him gobble. And he decided he wanted to... Stand up? No, he wanted to cluck at him. Uh-oh. Well, his clucking sounded like putting. And the turkey raised his head up, tucked his wings, and walked off. Oh, crap. That's what you want. That's and what how you far get. was he? 70? Yeah, about 70 <laughs> yards. That's Dang. He was just fitting to get in the, you know... Yeah, he was in the go range. 10, 15 more steps, I'd have shot at him. But so did your buddy ever seen? No. Uh uh-uh. uh. So what did he say when he walked up to you or you walked up or did you do what I would normally do when that happened, just walk off? Well, I just sat there for, you know, ten minutes just in disbelief and I got up and he's like, What do you think happened? You wonder where he is. You gonna see if he gobbled again? No, he ain't gonna gobble again. <laughs> you should have said, Yeah, you go ahead and keep yelping and see if you can make him gobble. Yeah, I'm gonna go to the house. I'm gonna go to the house. You stay right here, I'll go this way. That's about the way the whole season has went in Mississippi. Or I mean the whole season for us in general. Shoot, I was about to say, this has been when everyone was um I had some buddies asking me, they're like, Man, y'all just don't seem to be so I'm not hearing as much from you as I normally do, or, you know, not seeing, you know, buddies that you know you talk to, you text them back mm-hmm. and forth. I said, Man, this has been the toughest spring turkey season. Since I've worked at Primo's. Yeah, and it's not for lack of going. I think between travel days and all that, I've been going every day. You know, mm-hmm. uh, the only days I hadn't been hunting is the days we were on the road. That's well, that's true. I mean, it, you started it. off with y'all in Florida, and, yeah. you know, you go down there with high hopes of dealing with a bunch of go- hard gobbling, you know, mm-hmm. long-spurred, not that y'all didn't kill long-spurred turkeys, but it was almost like hunting turkeys in february yeah from what y'all said when y'all got there it was it was very yeah and and which and and this is a disclaimer too and and we've said this before it's no secret you know we we 
hold ourselves to us we, we make we give ourselves rules we have to follow as far as like with filming you know well, to, sure so, it's different and uh i t- i've never had the issue more than i have this year of had turkeys getting away because it just wouldn't work for our you know our filming that's mm-hmm. and that i mean that's going to happen every spring mm-hmm. but for whatever reason yeah. this spring that seemed to have happened so much i mean we could have probably added four or five turkeys to the death total if we just wanted two or three seconds of footage of more them. than that yeah. we could have added 20 to the death total if we just took our vest off and started low crawling that's like what we I, used well, to like me well that's why i said definitely more than that because i can remember when we left florida as far as like if we were just out there and again you know if if we weren't doing what we're doing i mean i'm not i'm not you know i'm not at that level of pride well, where the turkey is no, strutting my face for me true. to shoot him but i you know if if we were just hunting we would have been done a lot sooner because you know mm-hmm. we there was it was seven turkeys that we could have shot in Florida that just it didn't well, work. We killed two of them, so right. we could have killed five more. Right. If you know, if if we we'd yeah. been tagged out in a day and a half, we'd just been hunting. Yeah. And it just you know that happens. To, if that happens to you so many times, it just starts making you want to pull your hair out. Well, it does. And you you look at you know in today's world, you 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 look at Facebook, you look at all the stuff on social media, and you see all these pictures of people killing turkeys and. And you think, man, why ain't we killing them like they killing them? But but yeah. there again, you know, they see a head, they slip over a ridge, they right. exactly. crawl fifty exactly. yards. That's and and doing what we do. Todd was asking me that day, guy that works in, in here, y'all know Todd yeah, that works in our in our counting office. And he's a hunter, um, mostly deer hunter, hadn't turkey hunted a whole bunch, and he said, Man, I would I would no more love to just go with y'all, whether it's elk, deer, ducks, turkeys, whatever, and just see how y'all do what you do, yeah. how y'all come across. He said, because I've been turkey hunting. Uh, I've, I've been there. I've seen what goes on. He says, I, I, it amazes me that y'all accomplish what y'all accomplish with all the equipment, the people, and everything yeah. you had. And, and honestly, doing it well, the way we do it, to me, it just adds a whole nother factor involved that makes it even tougher. They're already yeah. tough as they are, and then you try to add all of what we do in there. Mm-hmm. It makes it even tougher. And then when y'all went to Alabama, the turkeys y'all messed with in Alabama, you'd think, okay, cool. we're going to Alabama. But shoot, y'all were shooting turkeys in thickets over there. Yeah. That's where they and were. And same thing with me on my yeah. place. It's the only places we could find them. Yeah. Um, we only found one. All my turkeys are gone. I don't know what happened. Down. I think uh, they're dying, to be honest with you. Had- that's a whole nother, yeah. That's a whole nother podcast because there's, there's a lot of people talking about that right now all mm. over the country. About, about the low numbers low numbers yeah. of turkeys and where they're going i'm trying to get it's, especially it's not just talk either it's just no it's serious yeah. it's I'm, a serious I need deal to get, scary because uh, this is kind of it's obviously on the tail end we get you know we've got you know a little some some uh, hunts left but we're pretty much we're on we're definitely on the tail end of our turkey season mm-hmm. you know um but i you know I, i've been looking into trying to get somebody that's more i mean because i can i can say yeah i think the numbers are down but i'm trying to find someone that's more long, yeah statistics right that's got you know a degree and has some expertise in that to talk about it because that's like you said that's that i've heard about that not just in alabama but just about no, everywhere, everywhere just about it's, everywhere it's we've georgia gone. it's alabama it's tennessee it's it's tommy and i were missouri about it. I, I talked to to joe white the other day and he was telling me about a, a couple of farms up there that he consults for in missouri and he said troy these farms always had turkeys on them they ain't got any yeah mm. that's a weird deal i don't know enough about the numbers or whatever didn't get into that, but I know it's not as many turkeys down here. I, know, I think it's well. a lot of factors. There's a, there's yeah. a big article right now in Field and Stream. I was telling you about that. that I think um, it's all about the turkey numbers being down, and and it's it's pretty interesting to read because of what we've watched in the last two years. And yeah. and for me, 
the place that I hunt in Alabama, and I've always talked about it down in Utah, um, it, it's always been my go-to place. It's been a, it's a fun place. My friend Matt, who owns that place, him and Kevin Matthews, manages that place strictly for turkeys. And they're not there. Yeah. They're gone. Three turkeys on that whole place that I know of. Yeah. And I mean, just like here. It's a lot. It's, it's a lot. It's habitat. It's it's farming practices, habitat loss. I think I think you can't just put your finger on any yeah. one given thing. But the one thing I do know that we did talk about, and, and we'll get off of this because that's a whole other podcast, but I was sitting down with a bunch of farmers down there and talking to those guys, just listening to them, and they're, they're born and raised down there. And we got to talking about turkeys, and, you know, a farmer's not going to, really say that his farming practices are what's causing the loss of habitat whether it's chemicals or whatever but right and i asked one of them i said i said you from around here right he said, i said you were born and raised here he said yeah i said you remember when this used to be the best quail hunting in the world and it caught everybody's attention because there's no more quail down there yeah. right don't think it can't happen to the wild turkey yeah. yeah they need the same same thing yeah, pretty much the same habitat yeah. well you remember that mm-hmm. no you were with me toby was with me a farm that we walked up to him and i and we looked at it and they had just finished cleaning um three of the fence lines off of it which is really the only cover on right. this 800 yeah. acre farm and it was gone so anyway yeah we'll, we'll i know you'll do some research and find yeah. some folks we can talk you need to because i guess that there's always you know there's two sides to every story there's always more than one factor you know because i mean it's not like you can just say well get rid of the farming you know because we need farm mm, but there's you can't there's a but yeah there's definitely and there's, we saw it in Iowa. Same yeah. thing. All the there's fence a, rolls is going and there's a fields issue are getting that, bigger. There's an issue that needs to be addressed. There's no doubt. And like I said, I've seen um, a meat eater, I know, put out an article about it. There's a lot of folks talking about yeah. it. Yeah. And spending the time that I spent in Georgia with me and Jimmy with Ashley and, and Travis, Ashley being a, a, a young biologist and she's studying the wild turkey, mm-hmm. listening to her. And then uh, the gentleman that we hunted with there at Hanging Rock Plantation the stuff that he shared and the things that he knows because he strictly manages for, for quail and for turkeys. Mm-hmm. And to him in that part of the country, his his take on it was the spreading of manure, whether it be chicken and or pig manure. Yeah. He said that was a huge factor. Mm-hmm. And Ashley agreed because they did some studies on that. Yeah, that's proven with the chicken mm-hmm. manure is. If yeah. they get into it before it dries out or something, and it yeah. gives them kind of something. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> I'm not going to dive too deep in it. Like no. I, I know, like I said, I know there's a lot of different factors that are working against the wild turkey. Yeah. I know yeah. that. Yeah. But turkey season as a whole, oof. It was tough. I, I'll be honest with you. There were some mornings this year that I would literally just sit on the edge of my bed and go, I don't even feel like going today mm. if I got to deal with that again. You know, gobble yeah. two or three times, hit the ground, and you never hear them again. Yeah. yeah. I hunted the, the first 10 days of season here. You know, we were blessed to be hunting local here and filming here and there when we had good weather days. But I went every day. And uh, I didn't. I don't think I heard a turkey gobble the first 10 days of season. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I went like the second or third day of the season with Anthony and got lucky. And that yeah. turkey that he killed just came walking up the road following the hen. And yeah. Again, gobbled in a tree really good, hit the ground, shut up, shut up. We sat there for 30 minutes. The next thing I see him cross the road down in front of us. And Anthony said, I saw what you saw, but I don't know what it is. And he just walked up there and followed in that hen. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I had a handful of really good hunts in Mississippi. But, other, you know, I, I killed one early, um, and then uh, my dad missed one. 
But then it, it was it was very sporadic. There mm-hmm. was a lot of mornings like Jordan was talking about, yeah. like you just yeah, go and that one morning, me and you went and you killed that turkey. The only gobbling turkeys I heard the first two weeks of the season. Right. Yeah. It was. Uh, yeah. It was just. It was strange. I didn't even hunt Mississippi this year. Now that I'm thinking about it. Well. Hmm. No, I didn't. <laughs> you didn't miss a whole lot. Well, uh, just between the weather and the time and trying to get some things done here at the office before we all started traveling again, right. I just didn't go. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it was a it was a hit or miss season. It was, and it just you know at some point, I, t- I can't remember if I was talking to Jordan or you or Ben or whoever. I was like, I just feel like it's re- getting redundant. You know, you just feel like you're it doing is. the same thing over. And, and over. you know, if, for everybody that's listening to this right now, we all we we sound like we're down and out, but we're wore out. <laughs> yeah. Oh we're yeah, we're smooth, wore now, out. And you and Brad's going to Pennsylvania next week on and, Sunday. Jeez. Well, and that's what you know. When I got back, Ben was like, "Are you tired of turkey hunting yet?" I said, "No," I said, "I'm really tired." But I'm not tired of turkey hunting. Yeah. You know, it's kind of like that same. I mean, I could be rolling on three hours of sleep for the past however many days. Right. And you want to go turkey out in the morning? Yeah, yeah, I'll go. But that's the blessing about doing what we do too. <laughs> is you, you know, you can get you can get burnt out hunting the same place over and over and over and over if that's yeah. what you're doing in your home state or whatever. Being able to go to different states and hang out with our friends and see yeah. them again that we hadn't seen all year, that's fun to do what we do because you you're not looking at the same portrait for right three or four weeks you, yeah. you get to change it up a little bit yeah that is i i guess you know but but they was as stubborn anywhere else as they were in mississippi this year yeah. there ain't no doubt about it. Mm-hmm. It, it i will say though like i said because you know like like you to your point you know we do sound like we're down and out we are tired but there was most of the time uh thank the lord we were able to scratch out what we needed yeah. uh yeah. except for um the Kentucky Tennessee trip that one got away from us, but the yeah, rest that of was, them that was one of the places where if I was going to put a you, you know th- if I was going to drop somebody a pin and say we're fixing to go kill a couple of turkeys on video that would be it. You yeah. would think we we made we we went up there last year and had no issues. We come up there this year. Well, y'all were a week later this year, right? Yeah. Do you think that made a difference? I mean, I really think the way the turkeys were acting would be like that five or six day period during the rut in the Midwest where the bucks are just, just on lockdown. Down. Yeah. yeah. I mean, they'd gobble. Their, I mean, they'd gobble good on the roost, but they would be, you know, roosted with as many hens as they needed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And we watched that in in basket the other day. Yeah. You, you and I with that turkey Brad killed the morning mm-hmm. before. I mean, the turkeys was burning it up in a tree, and when they hit the ground, yep, and nothing. Then, and yep. them mountains up there we were in. If you ain't where them turkeys want to go, mm-hmm. you ain't catching up with yeah. them. Yeah. We no got way. on Brad and I. Turkeys got thighs that big around yeah, from walking right. up and down them hills. Brad and I got on like got in the game with three different turkeys the entire time we were up there two of those times we called a turkey in and they were gobbling jakes mm-hmm. the other time we found one turkey in a field in the middle of the day he was a, it was a long beard and jake call him up or you know we we get we, we get in, had to get in the woods and we strike him he gobbles had to kind of maneuver we get sat down and he went quiet for a little by a little while and we waited a few minutes we yelp again and he blows our hats off and next thing we know i can see the top of his head just over the ridge mm. and mm. He, he stood there for about 10 seconds and i i never could get the camera on him brad never did see without him. a video camera that'd have been nine seconds too long mm-hmm. yeah Oh, like, he did. The turkey, oh, yeah. the turkey I killed here the other day, we wouldn't have shot him on video. That's Honestly. about. That's a, well, you know, like to what we were talking about earlier. Yeah, I mean, you could have killed him a right. hundred times. You could have killed him. It just wouldn't. You, I, I couldn't see him on the camera. Well, I, I missed the podcast uh, that you and Jordan did the other day about missing, but you had a great season in Iowa. Yeah. <laughs> as far as a turkey hunter goes. Oh yeah, I was all up in them. 
I was I was in turkeys, boy. Yeah, I I found a rabbit that got eaten by a coyote and tried to find his foot and couldn't find a foot to give him something. That's not good. Mm. I felt bad for Jordan. He'd come in every afternoon and he'd have that look on his face and, and I'd be like, What happened? He'd go, He missed again. Lake missed another one. <laughs> He's just, you know, there was the oh nothing, Lake just missed another turkey. It got pretty comical there at the end of it. Well I hope I hope Tommy, either Tommy or anybody that hunted there after you you did, Lake. I hope the two turkeys that you missed, somebody killed them, so we don't have to deal with them next year. Look, I tell you, it, it was uh, it, it was kind of funny, cause I was like, so I missed the first turkey, that because I missed multiple. The first turkey I missed, I missed him with my over under, mm -hmm. and that. It is very much not the gun. I have, that gun has proven itself. It's just, no, it's, it's, just, you did just like everybody else would do, whether it's a rifle, a shotgun, or a bow. You come back to the camp and you shoot it. Yeah. And then you go, well, it ain't the gun. So, But it was just like a, a mental thing with me. I wanted to switch up, so I get Jordan's gun. Well, I mean, it's a, it's a very good chance you don't get down on a gun if you don't have a sight on it. Well, but I, still, but I'm just saying, it's not the gun. No, to, to my uh, point, that's not what the I'm gun. saying. Then you want it switched because mine's got a sight. So you then got, you got to have something to aim with. Well, yeah. then I get Jordan's gun with a sight, and I missed one with it, and, I, and then I was like, okay. So then what do you do? Well, then I barely killed the one that I killed because I was just I don't know. I guess I was just besides myself. So the rest, I finished off my season. I went from shooting. A did 20 you turn? Gauge. Did you turn the red dot on on the on the bush? Nothing. I'm gonna say. I'm gonna say I don't know to make myself sound better. But no, <laughs> it was definitely on. I had a I had a dot. I just. I could see for somebody that's that's never shot that sight, and I've done this before because I shot Kevin's gun one time doing it two times, and. A lot of times if you just think you get, it's kind of like a scope. If you get them in there, you know, just looking at it in that, because it's so such a small aperture, you think, oh, I got him, boom, and you just pull the trigger. Yeah. Whereas these guns we're shooting today are so doggone tight. I can't, yeah. I can't tell you and what that, I did. That's the cool thing about that Bushnell reflex sight. If you do have the dot on them, no matter where your head is, it hits there. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I don't know yeah. what I did. I really don't. Um, you're going to get lake, a lake, a heat-seeking laser something. something next year. I thought about throwing grenades at them. But, but – but, don't feel bad. Wilbur ain't done very good this year either no. when it comes to missing. Well, Poor Jordan. Jordan's been behind the camera more, more misses. I think it's four all season. Two at Lake and two yeah. at Wilbur, right? Wilbur missed two. I filmed Wilbur's. Yeah. Oh, you did? Yeah, the one in Alabama. Well, oh. me and Jordan were both there, but I was yeah. I was filming primary. Yeah, I've seen several. It was yeah. It's been it's been the year of the misses, and it's been the year <laughs> of the Goblin Jakes. It has been that. Because we caught up Goblin Jakes in Nebraska, too. We did. But it, to my, what I was saying is, you know, I went from shooting a 20-gauge, which, again, has killed several turkeys. It's not the gun's fault, but I just I wanted – I was like, you know what? I'm going to throw everything I got at him. I pulled back my 12-gauge back out with three-and-a-half-inch shells. Yeah. He loaded that big old Roman candle net the other day, and I went, ooh, you're a better man than me. <laughs> look, look, that first turkey I shot in Kansas, I went and picked him up, and the ground where I picked him up from looked like a spot where you'd shot a deer with a rage. It was pretty – it was impressive. But you, you wasn't letting him get away. I was watching the footage yesterday going through everything, and <laughs> the GoPro clip of you because it's real tight on you is just you, – you were bearing down on that gun, and you, your cheek, I was like, God, I had to give him a bruise when he it pulled did. the trigger. It did. I had a big whelp right there. That gun kicked. God, them three-and-a-half inches hurt. I shot him before. Mm. Shooting at a turkey don't bother you, but when you got a pattern one, yeah. Well, when I initial trigger pull didn't feel anything, but like two seconds after the shot, I could feel my cheekbone. Yeah. Like, mm. especially an eight seventy. Yeah, that's just asking for it. But yeah. it worked. 
Poor Jim, and, and poor Jimbo, he didn't get a chance to go a whole bunch this year, but he did. He made it count when he did go. Jimmy, Jimmy's, um, you know, his Texas hunt was 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 good. And then that morning in Iowa, I, gosh, man, it was as cold that morning as it was all deer season this year. Mm -hmm. I about froze to death, me and hmm. pounding them old field turkeys, hard headed. Yeah. Y'all pat them on one end of the seven hundred acre farm, and then that afternoon they on the other end. Yeah. Hmm. Yep, it was. It's been a year, kind of like we've been chasing hen up turkeys everywhere we went. Yeah, it's it's just Which, been. I hadn't heard much about y'all's Kansas trip last week. It was a breath of fresh air. They acted right. Yes. Well, we were kind of nervous the first morning because we're standing there, and you know, they're supposed to be, according to Cody, there was turkeys roosted here and here. Now it wasn't the prettiest morning in the world with yeah. the morning we got there. It was yeah. real cloudy and windy. And Rio is supposed to gobble. Yeah, they gobble in the dark, you would think. And we yeah. standing there and heard one way, way off. And we yeah. were like, well, let's just get down in the river bottom. And we didn't realize how much of a drop it had down in there. So we just went there and sat down. And Lake got in behind me and Brad. And we just sitting here talking. Lake says, let's just sit here a little while and see if anything happened. There's turkey sign everywhere. got to be turkeys there. Everywhere. And we sat there, I don't know, 30 minutes. And Lake says, I hear a turkey drumming. About like you can hear that better than anybody. And Brad said, I thought I heard it too. And so I just, beep, 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 just yelled real soft. And go, go. Old Jake couched. Huh. And I was like, dang, that Jake couched like he's looking at a strutter. So I yelped again, and two of them gobbled right behind us, and we all came uncorked. <laughs> I mean, like right behind us. Like how far were they, 60 yards? Oh, man, it scared me half to death because the wind was blowing from them to us. I jumped. Like, I mean, they gobbled up. Ooh, I, I mean, like my. That's and you know, the funny thing about that whole week, especially in Kansas, is every turkey we set up on after that came in from behind us. Really? Yeah. Every time we, we set got, up, my total lake, to, yeah. find me a highway, a ditch, a pond, something. I'm tired of these turkeys coming behind we us. We sat, I can't remember what the setup was one time, and Troy said, we're just going to sit right here because if we sit right here, there's no way they can come behind us. First turkey we heard was behind us. <laughs> we were like, golly. <laughs> Them Rios, too. I mean, they they travel so much. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Oh, that's when we set up in Nebraska. Yeah. Yeah, I think yeah, you're right. Yeah, when we set up and the turkey was up on the hill way behind mm -hmm. us, north of the house. Yeah, you're right. The, fir right. the first time I ever hunted Rios, I think it was, it was in Oklahoma. Me and Neil Hayes were hunting, and these turkeys were gobbling like, a mile away at roost and we're like we, we ain't even close to nothing and the guy told us to sit right here the guy he's like they'll be here and you know we're used to hunting these mississippi turkeys mm -hmm. where they don't move out of a 10 acre yeah. lot all yeah, you day you gotta set up 60 70 yards from them <laughs> and we were sitting there about an hour and a half me and him both were bored to death and turkeys we could hear them way over there gobbling and we decided we were going to get closer and we had no sooner moved 80 yards down the road and they gobbled yeah, they 100 come. yards they were coming that's how we that's how brad's hunt was in kansas the turkeys were roosting off the property that we were hunting mm -hmm. which put them about a half half a mile from where we could hunt and we went in that morning and again it was a nasty morning heavy foggy drizzly rainy and we just went in and sat up and actually we just sat there and visited all three of us for an hour and a half two yeah, hours because we knew it wasn't going to be no yeah. just off the limb because no. And we'd heard them. We'd heard them the yeah. evening before. And they were gobbling on the limb, but when they hit the ground, they shut up. So we didn't know when they were coming, where they were. And finally, we started hearing some gobble about 9 o'clock behind us, up above us. And this hen came in to us, just came running in mm -hmm. and thought for sure they were with her. But lo and behold, she's right here, and the three gobblers come around in the cornfield, and Brad killed one of those. Yeah. And then um, we left the next day, didn't we? Yeah, we tried to No. Yeah. 
Did we hunt that afternoon? No, we, no, no. We went to Nebraska. We went to Nebraska because yeah. Brad killed his and we left because you killed yours that next morning. And we hunted that last morning, remember? Right. That pretty morning where you killed yours, we went back mm-hmm. yep. on the river and the yep. turkeys were further east than we thought they would be. Yeah. It was, uh, it was, I mean, they. Some the, traveling turkeys in that part of the world. Very yeah. much. And 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 I understand why. I mean, you look at what they're living in. They're living in the creek bottom and they fly down and they disperse you know, out of the creek bottoms into the prairies, and they go in places where you wouldn't think a turkey would ever get. And then in the afternoons, they all start filtering back Turn out. around and come back. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Jimmy described it best once. <laughs> <laughs> he said, they're going to roost down here. They're going to fly down. They're going to strut around. They're going to go out there in that prairie, mess around, and then they're going to come back. <laughs> That's around with the prairie all day, what they do. and then they're going to come back. <laughs> we got to laughing. What? What are you laughing at? And then Nebraska yeah. was fun. Um, it was quick, but we both mornings, the turkeys that we killed in the morning were killed in just like the most densest fog you could ever want to sit yeah. in. And when you're yeah. trying to video that, it's like filming through a, I don't know, it's like trying to video through a bed sheet. Yeah, it's tough to get a focus. Yeah. The one thing that is, was important to, to note in the, especially in Nebraska, is, um, you know, down here a lot, you know, in the southeast, not very often are you dealing with wads of turkeys, mm-hmm. usually, mm-hmm. you know. Uh, especially, I don't think you'd ever in Mississippi deal with a wad. I shouldn't say ever, but not like the ones you get in Nebraska. Maybe like you season. You know what's yeah, funny, though? You, you used to do that here. When when you saw our turkeys in big fields, and, and yeah. whether it was bean fields or corn fields right. before everybody and goes back to what we talked about earlier. Yeah. You used to see turkeys in fields like that yeah. here. You don't see them no more. No, you don't. Lake found like 11 of them come running in two springs ago. Yeah. Yeah, like I said, that's what I said. I shouldn't say ever, cause it, but it's, it's rare. Yeah. Um. So, you know, a lot, especially because I, I think about this, and I, this is just, it's, you hear this a lot, especially from turkey owners down here. You know, a lot of, a lot of turkey owners from southeast, Mississippi, Alabama, mm-hmm. Georgia, whatever, um, they like to go to those states like Nebraska and Kansas and, and you know, see those it's big numbers of turkeys. Um, it's a different And hunt. they kind of can get the reputation that, man, you can just scratch at them with anything and they'll gobble and come mm-hmm. running in. And I'm sure if you hit them right, they'll do that. Mm-hmm. But, you know, and they also, you know, they get the perception you can, you know, if they gobble, just sit down, you know. And that, that one that Brad ended up shooting out of that big group of turkeys, you know, where we saw them the first morning and we got on them, uh, I don't, you could sit, I mean, you could yelp at those turkeys from where we were all you wanted. They weren't coming. Mm-mm. No, they, they, I've always said this in my years of being blessed to hunt in that part of the world is you got to get in their way. Exactly. Whether they going or coming, you got to pretty much get in yeah. their way. And that's the beautiful thing about hunting in that part of the world. You can watch them for a day or two yeah. if you have the time. Yeah. And kind of watch what they're doing. And honestly, do they do the same thing twice every time? Depends on the terrain. Yeah. That group of turkeys we were hunting, if they flew down on the east side of that creek, they were going to come down that big cattle trail. Yeah. So they had nowhere else to yeah. go except up. Yeah. You can you can kind of count on them doing something similar. Mm-hmm. But like you said, you can't always count on them doing the exact same Mm-mm. thing. Like the morning that Brad actually killed his, we had... We had some of the turkeys do the same thing, but mm-hmm. some of the group did something else. All so the hens did the exact same thing, and you would think, okay, all the gobblers are going to follow, but they turned around and went back the other way. Except for one. Except for one. Thankfully. Yeah. But, you know, yeah, but that's just something I think would be worth worth noting, you know, because 
you know, I've heard of guys, you know, I, I've heard of people going up there. They think they're going to go to Nebraska and just plow them because mm-hmm. they, and they just, you know, they just go up there with this idea in their head that they can yelp at them and they're just going to come because they're not as smart, you know, and, mm-hmm. you know, they're, there's, they're definitely more visible because the country's more open, mm-hmm. you know, but, uh, like you said, you know, if you'd have sat on that side of that, that drain where we were, you'd have just been looking at turkeys. You mm-hmm. would have never gotten into them. So it, it was about when you're dealing with that big wad, it's about putting yourself, like you said, in, in mm-hmm. their pathway. Yeah. You know, we, we, we're sitting here talking about how tough the season was and how difficult it was. And, I, and I'm most sure everybody had their ups and downs in this turkey season. But when you, when you have a season like this and you, you, you see it progressing into, man, it's getting tougher and tougher – what do you do different? Do you change anything as a turkey hunter, especially if you're hunting a place that you've been hunting? Do you try something different? Do you try coming in a different way? What do you do, or do you just back off the pressure, yeah. let the turkeys do their things, and just slow down and be patient? Because we learned that in Nebraska yeah. about just slowing down, especially that afternoon when we sat in that cornfield. Yeah, That was like pulling teeth, but we saw a lot of turkeys, just none of them were shooters. All right. Oh, Jake. How do you like that? As a shooter, 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 shooter. You'll never hear that in the turkey world, but no, maybe we'll start doing it. Well, we saw enough jakes, you had to start distinguishing. I know. Which, at the point, I got to the point, I was ready to lower the boom on some of some them. Some of them jakes look like they weighed about 23 pounds. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, it like I, I know what you're saying, because, like, when, especially when we'd have those hard trips, I'd be, I don't know, singing the blues to somebody, and I'd say, some, I'd say I don't know, I can't, I'm not doing anything I yeah. don't normally do. But it's all about setup. It's all about where we are, especially when running cameras. Um, you know, honestly, some of those turkeys, I'll be honest with you, in some of the places we got on them, if it wouldn't be for the camera, I almost feel like I could slip up under them in the dark. Yeah. And when it starts breaking day and legal mm-hmm. shooting light comes, shoot them off the limb mm-hmm. because you ain't going to get them to come. <laughs> um, I don't know. It's just it's one of those seasons where you just – you look you look back upon it and and if you didn't learn something from it you kind of wasted that season i i learned this year i learned this year a little bit more patience which is hard and you got to be patient in what we're doing because you just can't get up and take off running with all that equipment right um and and the way we're doing it now versus the way we used to do it in video we're trying to do everything with two cameras as much as we can to be able to capture all the angles so that's an extra camera an extra person um so you got really you got four people out there setting up on a turkey i know the place we went to in georgia me and jimmy um they had just burned the whole place because that's what he does on his place and trying to find a place to set up was like not going to happen especially with five of us right. at that time right and we got close uh, ashley went back and wound up killing the turkey with travis and, and brian but it's been it's been one of those years, and 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 I'll be honest with you, I hope it's not another one of those years next year. <laughs> no, me um, too. It, it's and and it it stems too. It kind of leaves, you know. We came off of a really tough deer season. Yeah. Um, dealing yeah, with yeah. the river and the flood and all the water, and when you come off of a season that we had this year, we had a good season. But yeah, as the season progressed, as as killing deer is our best season. It, it, was, it was tough. It was tough, but as the season progressed, doing what we do, you get to the point to where when the water gets up to where where it was, and you get a certain wind direction, you wind up hunting the same places over and over and over again. Yeah. And video, and you don't want to hunt the same place. I don't want to hunt where you hunted yesterday. Yeah. If you kill a deer, because it's going to look the same, sound yeah. the same, everything's going to be the same. It just gets monotonous. It, it does, and yeah. it gets hard to be creative in what we do to be able to share it out there with everybody. But 
that's hunting. It is what it is. And the sad thing is the river ain't going down. It don't look like it's going to go down until mid-June. Still going up. I feel sorry for our deer in, in the, the Delta region. I feel sorry for the people in the Delta region from from the mouth of the Mississippi River all the way to Iowa and Nebraska. It's flooded. Yep. It's crazy. We may be filming a fishing show next fall. Well, you know, God said he'd never flood the earth again, but he didn't say he wouldn't flood the Mississippi River. I know. Sometimes <laughs> I wish he did. Golly. It's well, I, I hate. I hate, I shouldn't say I hate we're not going with you to PA. I know you're going to have a good time. It's fun hunting up there in that part of the world. Um, you'll enjoy yourself, Lake, with with Levi. Y'all did good last year, you mm, and Jordan. Yeah. But Jordan and I are going to stay back. Um, we may send y'all some pictures of something we'll do while y'all are gone. We're just not going <laughs> to tell y'all what yet. Yeah. That's fair. That's fair. I'm going to be at the house taking care of the laundry. How's the baby doing? How is she sleeping? Are you sleeping? Yeah, she's doing good. Really? Yeah, I couldn't ask for much more. Well, you became a dad this year. I became a papa, and it's uh. I've got I, a dog. Well, that's that's a start. <laughs> that's a start. That's yeah. a start. Yeah, and I don't know if it's really soak in soak in yet. I mean, it's different for sure, but it ain't a whole lot changed. Just. A, no, it'll it'll start changing. It's when probably when she gets more active. It'll she gets active. That's how it was with my grandbaby. You know, when they little like that, they just there. Yeah. And you can't do a whole bunch. And now he's laughing and he he's able able to hold his head up and almost stand up already on his own. So he's and he's trying to talk. He just realized about ten days ago that he can make noise. And <laughs> oh my gosh, he makes a lot of them. <laughs> but it's fun. Yeah. Yeah, so I'm gonna get the whole summer to enjoy that. And I think we got one more trip at the end of the month going to Ben's house. Oh, really? I didn't know about that. Yeah, he just decided to do that. A couple we days talked ago. about it about a week ago, and and I told him I said, "Man, let's if you want to, well, let's let's do it. It's a good part of the world." Yeah. So got that, and we're done till yeah. elk season. I was talking to um uh. Oh, God, his name, my mind just went blank. I talked to him day before yesterday. Um, Turk, no, elk hunted with us. Mitch. Mitch. And, you know, Mitch invited us to come up there, and he's in that same part of the world where Ben's from. And he says, yeah. man, it's happening right now up there. Huh. And that's a different world up there hunting that than, than what Ben calls them. Woodlot turkeys. Woodlot Urban turkeys. turkeys. Urban, urban turkeys. Urban woodlot turkeys. <laughs> <laughs> hey, if they're, yeah, that might mean... That may mean they don't get spooked as bad if they see me. So I just know I, the first I mean, time the dumbest turkey in the world. The first time Ben ever turkey hunted. Now you with killed me. more turkeys than anybody this year. Oh no! Mm. Yeah. Mm. How many have you killed this year? Three. Well, that's more than I killed. How many <laughs> you killed, Lee? Mr. Pickle done shot about ten of them. How many did I shoot at, or how many did I kill? <laughs> I killed five. Well, there you go. Shot at how many? Seven? Sixteen? No. Oh. <laughs> no. <laughs> I we, shot at. I think I shot at seven. Killed five. We sending you and Wilbur to the uh, to the uh, shooting schools of America this year. No, look. See if I, we can't I, get y'all straightened I out. I already have a I have a letter sent to the direct to the governor's office. It's asking permission if I can. Uh, either it's he's either gonna have to let me hunt with a rifle or one of those automatic shotguns, so I can just start spreading pellets now, out there. Just I, k- 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 I got it figured out for you and Wilbur. We're gonna customize an EV with a punt gun on it, <laughs> five pounds of TSS, <laughs> fifteen size shot, and y'all just, just put c- put it out there, <laughs> shoot through the woods, and fall I out. I got a I got a, a better plan, Jordan. <laughs> we teach 
we don't have to teach Wilbur or him. Wilbur knows how. He plays like he don't know how. And Lake already knows how. They're going to be cameramen next year. Oh, Lord. <laughs> uh, I mean, at some point in time, you got to be put in a penalty box. I mean, if you were playing professional football and you kept throwing interceptions, what are they going to do? Oh, yeah. yeah. You gonna sit the bench, right? You gonna be either cut or put on a bench. Exactly. If I was pitching, we can't take your money away because you ain't making no money. We don't pay. We don't get paid to do this. This is just a glory job. If I was, if I was a pitcher, they'd have been hollering at the bullpen after miss number two. It'd have been on the red phone. Hey, someone uh, call up. We can call in the closer. Uh, Lake, I can't say Lake, nothing. Lake's struggling. He's up here struggling. You handled it well. I, that's the one thing I, I've I've seen good. I've been with some folks where I've seen them throw their guns and I've seen them kick and stomp. I had, I think I mentioned to y'all this once before. I won't mention their names, but I had somebody tell me that if that footage showed up anywhere, that they would have me. And they tried to get the tape from me, but I wouldn't let them have <laughs> it. Oh gosh! Well, look, if I, it matters that much to you, you need this to find person, something else to do. Well, this well, person, it did. This was back in the early, early '90s, and I'm telling you, it was the look that I got and the finger pointing, and don't ever, <laughs> this ever. And I'm like, dude, Ooh, what? It's yeah. a turkey. You just missed it. Yeah. He said, No, you don't understand. I said, Well, you don't understand. This is gonna show up. Oh yeah. I told Jordan. The day I missed that first one, I said, I said, you know, I said, this won't be the first one I miss, and it won't be my last. I'll miss another one. Little did I know I'd miss one the next yeah, day. Yeah, the very next day. But <laughs> one, of the, one of the coolest responses I've ever got from somebody missing, I filmed it right across the road over here off on 49. Um, my pastor, Brother Ricky Blythe, who used to pastor a church right here in Florida, Mississippi, me and Spike Crawford took him hunting one morning. He missed his turkey three times, and he wouldn't take his mask off. And I panned the camera around. He finally took his mask off, and, and he didn't know what happened. He was just trying to figure out what happened. I said, Brother Rick, I ain't going to lie to you now. I'm, I'm proud of you. I said, I can't believe you didn't cuss. He said, no, I didn't. He said, but I guarantee you one thing. If I spit on that ground, the grass won't grow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, he said, now let me ask you this. What are you going to do with that footage? And I was actually speaking at our church the next week for a wild game dinner and and he said you're not going to show that to nobody i said no and it was the first clip i'll show everybody in the church laughed so oh, it was fun that's funny yeah, if you can't if you get upset i mean it ain't no fun feeling and especially with us swapping up you feel bad right. for the person behind you oh i felt terrible it's, it's the part this part of it well it, it, if you if you if it's a clean mess yeah. you can get over right. it. but if you hurt a bird or hurt a deer or elk or whatever it 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 hurts to the core, man, because you know you just you love them, critters. Yeah, yeah, you love them. I mean, wh how many of us wouldn't stop and get one out of a fence or cross the road, oh, get yeah. a crippled deer or whatever? I've done it several times, and but don't get me wrong, I still like to shoot them. But when you injure one like that, yeah. it's just a bad feeling. It's, it's a, just no it's fun. A, it's a strange relationship. If you're not a hunter, you wouldn't understand it hardly. Mm -hmm. You know, it, 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 I could see where it would be hard to yeah. understand. I, sh yeah, I, I might like, not have said that correctly. It's, it's but like us uh, sitting here complaining about the population being down, but ain't none of us going to quit hunting. <laughs> no, no. And if, but if we quit hunting, and if it wasn't for hunters, we wouldn't have what we got yeah. now. Yeah. That's what I say. Exactly. If we're, we're not going to quit hunting because that's not – that's not the problem it's you know strange it's relationship yeah, yeah like I, said, I i'd caveat that with with like if 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 someone if there was evidence to prove if we stopped hunting them then they would then they would help then i would but I, it's, it's i, I remember not the issue. that's right i remember south louisiana being from south louisiana when the redfish population went way way down and they and everybody was pointing fingers at so many different directions and they were blaming and the whole black and redfish craze and everything but when the GCCA came in and, and figured out what was going on, and one of the biggest things was, was the Persane fishermen, were those guys that were catching pogey for cat yeah. food and different things. And they, they limited where they could 
fish during that spawning time of the year, the redfish. And, and when, when that happened and the whole redfish thing changed, man, I'm telling you, it didn't, it didn't take long at all now. And you guys have been able to fish down there, and y'all know it. The redfish population is... Oh, man, you, on turkeys, I mean, it don't, it don't, it don't it, take long. It would only take two years to repopulate mm -hmm. everything if they get... A couple of good hatches. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Everything's cyclical, but... It is, and and you know you hear people say it's 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 a it's a like you said cyclical, but I'm wondering if this one might be a little bit more than just a yeah, cycle. Yeah, like I said, keep in mind, like I am, like I'm I'm gonna working to get somebody that's in that area expertise to come and talk, so we can all, so people that listen to this and all of us can get a better understanding yeah, of what hopefully we what's get going up with on. Adam Butler. Yeah, he'd he'd be a good source. Yeah, for sure. For It'd be sure. good to do a series of that where you can get people from different states, a couple mm -hmm. of biologists from different areas to give their take on what they're seeing and yeah. what's going on from Agreed. different areas. Definitely. It'd be a series you could do and, and kind of carry it on for two or three weeks, four weeks or whatever. Definitely yep. agree. Agree. Well, good deal. Well. I think that about wraps us up for this yep, one. Yep. It's, uh, it's, it's 10 minutes to 2 on Friday afternoon. My computer is acting up. I've got a headache. It's two already? It's ten minutes to two. Oh, I'm late to go home. <laughs> I like what you're saying. Yeah. I like what you're saying. Uh, I'm going to do the same thing. How hey, I got to follow Jordan. He might he think he's got a bad tire. He needs somebody to make yeah. sure he makes he it might, home. He might get lost. It's Friday. Hey, did I show you my tripod that I rolled over, Jordan? Oh, God. He got run over by a truck It was tire. so funny. We got out to shoot some B-roll the other day in, in Nebraska, and uh, we got to talk, and I don't know what we were talking about, and I just got in the truck and put my camera in the back seat, and we drove off. <laughs> and Lake was hunting that afternoon, him and Brad, and we get out, and I look at Lake. I go, where's my tripod? Lake goes, I don't know. I think I left it over there. So sure enough, we jumped in the truck, drive back over to where it was, and there it was laying in the parking lot, and I backed up over it. Mm. Smashed the leg. Gone. Yeah. Happens. Better than a camera. Better than a camera. God, yeah, that would have been bad. All right. Let's go. <laughs> All right. Thank you all for listening.